Ombudsman might actually be a fraud. Okay, okay, um, let me back up and justify that statement. First of all, welcome to Bavarian Podcast Works. This is I Need No Name, and I am reviewing Bayern Munich's one-all draw with RB Salzburg in the first leg of our Champions League round of 16 game. It is almost 4 a.m. here, and I am so tired and I'm so angry. At least it was a draw and not a loss like Baham, so I am going to refrain from swearing today like I did on the Baham podcast. But man... Nagelsmann is really, really making me angry right now. This is not good enough. Let's just talk about this game for a second. And I'm going to try and put my thoughts into words because it's all just such a big jumble of negativity right now. Because there's nothing good going on with Bayern Munich. First of all, the lineup. The lineup was terrible. You had a back three back again. We've been complaining about the back three for ages. You can check our old podcast, anything on the blog. It has been terrible for us, but people say, yeah, we're are on our metrics, XG, XG against, we're better. But that doesn't make the product on the pitch better. And we saw it against Salzburg. Our back three was not good enough. You look at Lucas Hernandez, Benjamin Pavard, and Nikola Zula made up the back three with no Dieter Mubicano, which was a good choice in my opinion, because Dieter Mubicano clearly not right at the moment anyway so the back three was there it was not successful in keeping Salzburg at bay yes we limited them to one goal which I would say is a miracle considering how many goals Salzburg are known to score at times but like that is down to the fact that Benjamin Pavard he was heroic in defense today and he probably stopped like one or two goals all by himself other than that Lucas Hernandez he was other than the fact that he was completely hung out to dry in the opening goal. Other than that, he was amazing in his 1v1 duels against Karim Adiemi. He showed Upamecano how it's done. Like, if you remember how Upamecano got bullied by Briel Mbolo against Gladbach. This is how you do a 1v1 defense. This is how you stop a man from getting past you when you have to defend behind you. And that is what Lucas showed. It was a masterclass in 1v1 defending. The rest of Lucas's game, not that great. Nikola Zula. Nikola Zula, I think he's in Dortmund already. He does not seem to give a, you know what. It is looking like we should have sold him in the winter because... This guy, he is so lackadaisical on the pitch. He is not progressing the ball like he used to. He looks slow, always just a little bit behind the pace of the game. Nagelsmann may say that he trusts him, but I do not trust Nikola Zula at all at the moment. This is just looking so bad for him. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's time to move to a Lucas and Pavard back line with maybe Kimmich going to right back because... This cannot continue. This back three nonsense cannot continue. Please, let me see Omar Richards. I know Omar Richards has deficiencies in his game when it goes to, like, attacking and link-up play and all that stuff. But at least he can defend and at least he can get back. And at least he can maybe... He's English. He can cross the ball. You know that. So just let him play and let us get something going. Let's go back to the back four. Let's go back to simple tactics before this season crashes and burns because that's what it's feeling like at the moment this season is not going right you can see Nagelsmann when he's on the pitch he's on the sidelines he's not talking to the players he looks frustrated he's arguing with his 
co coaches or whatever assistant coaches he's always looking at what he can change he's looking at the ipad of his but there is nothing going on on the pitch he waited so long to make substitutions today and the substitutions were just mainly like for like he subbed out Serge Gnabry who was terrible might I add again so terrible at this point I agree with Schnitzel what he said on our last flagship podcast where he said that if we get a 60 million offer for Gnabry sell him yeah sell him this is the way he's playing right now, he's not worth 60 million, he's barely even worth 10 million. And like Chuba Moting came on, and it's not like Chuba Moting was great, but at least Chuba Moting held up the play for one or two seconds. Granted, by that point, Salzburg were playing for the 1 0 win, which was probably their downfall. And on the other hand, you had this game, we started with all three of our wingers, Gnabry, Coman, and Sane. And I probably should have addressed this earlier, but it's weird how our offense looks worse than ever, despite the fact that we're playing more attacking players than ever. I know that people try to say to me that under Flick, Davies was much like uh, an extra winger for the club, but like Davies, he never played as offensively as Kingsley Coman did today on the left-hand side, along with Leroy Sané playing almost centrally like an extra attacking midfielder. This is not working. First of all, Leroy Sané, he was looking good, like, in the left, okay? He was looking good when he was on the left with support from a left winger. Now, moving into the center, he does not seem to have that same influence. The box is just too crowded. He gets pushed out of the important spaces too easily he can't easily break the lines and the other problem is that him moving into the center means that Thomas Muller is being moved out wide away from his preferred location which is that center so it's just a knock-on effect and that leads to something where you see Bayern Munich having loads of shots but Lewandowski not getting a single one like Lewandowski I don't know what the official statistics say but as far as I'm concerned, he might as well not have been playing. Like, if you put, um, I don't know, a mannequin over there with a wig that resembles Lewandowski, you would have gotten the same performance out of Bayern Munich today. Because Lewandowski, the team played like Lewandowski does not exist. The team did not play like they have the best striker and the best player, in fact, in the world playing for us at the moment. The team plays like there is some random bum playing a striker who should never be given the ball lest he, I don't know, lest he dribbles halfway down the pitch and scores an own goal because that is how the team is treating Lewandowski at the moment. It's like he's radioactive. They will never pass him the ball. Even Thomas Muller, who used to look for Lewandowski as much as possible, now he's seeing that Lewandowski is so easily marked. He doesn't even have the chance to get the ball to Lewandowski. He simply has to go wide or forward or back it's just not even like the system is just so convoluted there are so many problems i can't even like this is very disorganized from me and you have to understand that i am recording this just minutes after the game ended and all the thoughts are fresh in my mind like the defense the offense the midfield all of it just looks so poor and when it's the entire team looking poor you can't put the blame on players you just have to look at the coach and nagelsmann Nagelsmann, I've been saying this for a while, but I think the honeymoon period is over for him. He was looking good when he still had the team, when he still had Alfonso Davies and playing Flick's usual tactics. But ever since he started moving towards this four, uh, sorry, this three-man backline, this weird formations, these three-winger asymmetrical random formations, isolating Lewandowski. Ever since he started doing these things, Bayern's performances have just collapsed and it's getting to a point where I'm genuinely worried that we will not make it past RB Salzburg this round. Like, look at Kovac. Okay, Kovac is held up as the gold standard of what Bayern coaches should not be. But when Kovac lost in 
2019, he lost to Liverpool, who were the best team in Europe back then. And he lost without Kimmich and Muller in his team, and even Goretzka back then. So he had a dis- significant disadvantage going into that game. Even in Nagelsmann here, he might lose to RB Salzburg, who are by no means a European powerhouse. I'm pretty sure if RB Salzburg get through Bayern Munich today, they will not get past the next round. And you tell me right now, based on what we've seen today, can we say that Bayern Munich are ready to face Liverpool or they're ready to face Manchester City? No. If we face them right now, we are going to get pumped 4, 5, 6. I don't even know how many goals they're going to score on us because our defenders can't defend. Like, the individual's performances are good, but our defenders can't defend, our attackers can't attack, our midfielders can't pass. It's just a total, total mess. And you can't just blame it on players not being up to standard or players being out because it's all about how the coach sets up the team and the setup. It's all putting things out of balance. Lucas Hernandez, why is he being asked to progress the ball on top of his usual defensive duties? Nikola Zula, why is he playing? I don't understand why he's playing. Like, I get that Upamecano is not good, but then where is Tangi Nyonzu? How bad must Nyonzu be? The same thing goes for Corentin Tolisa. Why is he playing? How bad must Marcel Sabitzer be? I, I don't get these. These questions have no answer at the moment. Why is Thomas Muller having to play out wide? for Leroy Sani to play in the middle for Kingsley Coman to play on the left while Serge Gnabry is going from the wide role into a wingback role. Why are all these players having to accommodate all so that we can get a system together that barely even gets shots on target? Like, it does not make any kind of sense. I saw a graph today that showed that Bayern Munich have the most attackers in the box at any given time among any team in the Europe's top five leagues. And that includes Liverpool and Man City. And Liverpool and Man City were right up there at the top right of the corner of the graph. But then you had Bayern that's significantly further than them. And at that point, you're actually not even looking at it as something impressive. You're looking at it as a detriment. Like, should you even have that many attackers in the box at any given time? Shouldn't you, like, you know, not crowd the box that much and try and get, like, a little bit of breathing room for your attackers? Today, we had a moment where Gnabry took a shot and it was blocked by Thomas Muller because there was just so many players in the box. And Lewandowski, he tries to get into space, but he has nowhere to move. Everyone is just between the defenders and his own attackers. It's just a mess. He doesn't get any chances to get gold anymore and it feels like it's just I mean it feels like the entire system has been neutered and I can't understand what Nagelsmann's goals are by instituting a system where his star striker doesn't get any chances his amazing creative player does not get any how should I say it he does not get any avenues to pass forward his best defensive midfielder is barely involved in the play his amazing defensive left center back is often hung out to dry his right center back who is very weak offensively is often asked to pass and press forward today actually the goal that Bayern got it was caused by Pavard getting a beautiful lobbed cross to Thomas Muller who headed it down for Kingsley Coman and that's what Pavard can provide when he actually does focus on offensive capabilities and Pavard was actually really good today. He was sparing Bayern some flushes in the defensive phase too. But Pavard is normally a defender. And even in this system, even in the back three, he's often asked to carry the ball up the pitch and get into the offensive positions and try and get uh, goals for Bayern. And it's just a weird set of priorities that just doesn't make any sense. It leaves Bayern's defense exposed. It leaves Bayern's attack lacking any kind of... 
any kind of real support it just does not make much sense to use and i feel like i'm repeating myself at this point it has not been a very long podcast but i think i made my point it does not look good you guys you need to just like comment on our blog just tell me what the hell is going on with Nagelsmann at the moment why is he persisting with all of this you give me feedback on this this was not a rant simply because we did not lose we face Salzburg again I think in two or three weeks and hopefully by then Alfonso Davies will be back even if he isn't Nagelsmann needs to make some changes this is not how it can continue if we continue like this we will lose our lead on the Bundesliga to Dortmund we will lose the Champions League we won't do anything even if we get past the quarterfinals Liverpool Man City will thrash us so this is not good enough and we need to do more this is not buying quality and in fact I think Nagelsmann is showing signs of Carlo Ancelotti or Niko Kovac level of coaching so if he wants to prove himself as not a fraud he needs to change things and he needs to change them for the better very fast okay that was enough for me um Thanks for listening. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever podcasting platform you use. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian Football Works, and we will see you next time. Good night.